Thank you for joining me for episode number six of Kansas City Food Memories, where we take a stroll down memory lane and reminisce about our favorite restaurants from the 1980s and 90s that are no longer with us. Now, remember, this is a recorded podcast, so do not call in when prompted with the phone number given because, well, this is a taped podcast. Be sure to listen to us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Kansas City time on 98.1 FM and join in live. Today's show, we had quite a few callers from um, people that had some places they were absolutely passionate about and that came through in the stories. Stevenson's Apple Orchard will continually haunt me until I solve that mystery. Gilbert Robinson, New York Deli, and several others. Have fun in listening to this. Be sure to tell your friends and um, look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you. Well, welcome to Kansas City Food Memories and our worldwide audience that now follows our show. I tell you, it's we are officially worldwide now. We have listeners in Canada, Mexico, Europe, and now Russia, yeah, St. Petersburg, really? Russia. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, I, I get the numbers on the podcast and people downloading it and things like that. So that's pretty neat. On the what cast? Podcasts. That's for people on the list of recording. I know you've got this. Huh? You've got a new phone that you can do that with. But well, can't AJ say does. yeah, can't say food memories. It's uh, we try to take a stroll down memory lane. Uh, sharing stories about some of our favorite restaurants from the 1980s and 1990s. I'm going to give out my phone call to start with because we're going to have a bonus hour today. We are going to do 100% call-ins instead of having a guest today because it went so well last week. The phone number is 913-586-7798. Go ahead and program your phone because you're going to be wanting to do this in coming weeks. And you can get in right now. Yep. 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. That's the same number from Toby's show that we just finished. It's also the text line. So if you have uh, feedback and maybe we said something wrong or we can't think of an address or where a restaurant was located, you're more than welcome to text it in. We've got a couple of texts already, Toby. Oh, really? Somebody okay. enjoyed the chocolate heart cake that we did for Valentine's Day. Um, and then somebody else wants to know what a good ground cover is for mixed sun and shade. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're getting old and lazy. They don't have to do that anymore. Well, the best ground cover is myrtle. Myrtle. Yeah. Crepe myrtle? No. No, it's, just myrtle? Well, vinca minor. It's vinca called minor. All right. Vinca minor, which is also called myrtle. And it will grow in sun and shade. And it is evergreen. It leaves stay on year-round. See, this is it a has full... a blue flower in the spring. But well, this is Kansas City right, food that's memories. enough, Toby. That's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And my, you know, what I wanted to tell you... Stevenson's apple fritters. Okay. Okay. Were delivered to me last week. Oh, you got that. Had a dozen apple fritters. And oh, it it brought back so many memories. My neighbor two doors down, sister. Right. And husband owned Stevenson's. Right. The family. Yes. And I guess they listened to the show a little bit. And it was amazing. AJ and I had so much fun. For two days eating the apple fritters. Well, I knew they were doing that. I hadn't heard from you, so I thought maybe they didn't get around to doing that. Well, they did. Well, uh, and um, a little bit later, we're going to talk about that and how uh, we're going to be able to get the um, our listening audience involved. Yes. And so that's that's one that I'm so excited about doing this because it's just talking about some of our memories of these old restaurants that we miss is one way of bringing it alive. And one of my goals during the show is that we always talk about the good old days as if it's gone forever and never to be enjoyed again. And that's not the case. Right. First thing you can do is just sharing the stories brings back memories that you've forgotten about. So that's one benefit to it. The other one is that we're going to be able to solve some mysteries 
because there's going to be some dishes like um, a, a story about somebody uh, they came into my place and said they really missed the the fried calamari at a restaurant. And I told her to call in because we could tell tell that story. Because what happens is, whoever that that fry cook was for that uh, that restaurant that uh, back in the eighties and nineties went to another restaurant here in Kansas City, and chances are he took his technique and recipe with him. Yep. So th- those dishes that we think are gone forever, they're not gone forever. And I don't remember if if the the person called last week or I was talking with someone, but the Stevensons had a pork chop. Oh yeah. Was that a caller? Um, I think it was. Okay, Somebody mentioned that thick pork chop. Was, oh yeah, we need to get the recipe oh, on that. Th- yeah, there's, there's, they have like two, three. Berkshire oh yeah, pork, the heritage yeah, pork. So we'll find, we'll find some of those, and yeah. part of it is recipe. Part of it is getting the best ingredients that we absolutely can. And so that's one of the thing, one of the many things that we're going to be talking about today. So again, the phone number is nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Now for the listeners out there. I'm Robert Dunsing with Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. My wife and I started this business 30 years ago. It'll be 30 years next month. Wow. And we're in Overland Park, Kansas, um, Scratch Bakery. We do cafe. We do lunch, things like that. This is Toby Tobin with me. That's um, co-hosting the show. Tubby Tobin. Tubby Tobin. Uh, it's getting there. We <laughs> yeah. need to talk about that. T- Toby's my twin. Yeah, Toby's your twin. <laughs> well, this is, so it's Tubby Tobin. But uh, And he helps me do the show. And so we'll be able to talk about all these different things. But you, what you want to do is you want to go to my website, which is at makethemsmile.com. And then w- the reason you want to do that is that sign up for my email newsletter. Top left-hand corner, there's a sign-up button. Click on that because once a week I'm going to send an email out giving updates on what I'm doing with the show and with the bakery, but then also give you updates. So uh, we're going to have several themes coming up during the next uh, spring and summertime that have been inspired by callers that have called in. So we'll be able to do that one. So I'll have themes. We're also going to be doing special events. And we'll talk about like the Stevenson's okay. Apple Orchard. Okay. What? We're gonna, we You're got, interrupting me? we got Mary here. We need to talk with Mary. All right. We'll talk to Mary. Mary, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hi. It's Mary Joan. My first name is Mary Joan. Okay. Hi, Mary Joan. <laughs> Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that my my dad owned Sammy's Barbecue, and it was at Gregory and Truth, and it was down the street from the New York Bakery and the um, the uh, Bigger Jigger. And so it was just a lot of fun working with my dad, and I was in high school at the time. So, And he won a um, barbecue sauce taste-off, and... It's in the Kansas City Magazine in July of 1985. He actually won. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. 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 So I've got a picture of him and everything else. His name was Jim Hamburg, H-A-M-B-U-R-G. So what did you do at the restaurant? I took orders from people, and that was my very first job. So I didn't... I. I was a greenhorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you learned the ropes at the family business. Well, that's that's exciting. I did. What was yeah. the best? What was the best dish he had at the restaurant? Oh my gosh, um, I liked the, just the barbecue sandwich, but a lot of people liked the burnt ends. Okay, and he had really good slabs. When when my husband and I got married in '81, my dad actually fixed salmon at the restaurant and that's where we had the our uh oh what's that called rehearsal dinner 
Oh, sure. You didn't yeah, have to work at so. your own rehearsal dinner, did you? I'm sorry? You didn't have to work it for your own rehearsal dinner, did you? No. No, I did not. <laughs> Dad, let, Dad let you have the night off. Well, that's nice of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, well, well I, was, I was teaching at that time, so okay. I wasn't working there anymore. Well, good. Well, thank you for sharing that story. We always love to hear about some of the restaurants, especially the family restaurants, you know, and everybody gets yeah. on hold. Okay. Well, thank you, Mary Joan. I appreciate that. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yep. So for the callers out there, again, the number is going to be 913-586-7798. But the reason we're opening up the phone lines is that you can call in, share your stories uh, or the memories of their favorite restaurants from the 80s and 90s, because the list of the restaurants isn't what we want. What we want is the stories. That's what brings it alive. That's what triggers everything that we're doing. Barb, good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hi, guy. Hi, and I love your show, honey. Um, well, thank I, you. I wanted, I wanted to tell you a story. I worked for Stevenson's for five years, and uh, I did catering, and I did about everything. I mostly worked in the restaurant during the day, but uh, they were such great people, and I ro- we used to make those homemade carrots by hand, and we rolled 1,500 of those a day. Fifteen hundred what? What was the fifteen hundred? There are those uh, carrots. They're soft carrots that they put on the salads. Oh, okay. You remember? You remember that? I do not. Okay. Well, they had a little piece of parsley sticking out of them, hmm. and they put one on each salad when they served <laughs> it. And uh, yeah, and uh, it was just so many, you know, great memories. We worked hard, but we had a lot of great people out there. And one lady, Elsie, this lady that worked out there for, oh, my gosh, I don't know, long time, she was coming to work one day, and she passed away, had a heart attack, and everybody was so upset. And I I worked sometimes, you know, we weren't allowed to work after 5 o'clock because the guys came on, but one time somebody didn't come in, so I got to work this big party from Texas. And I made the biggest tip I ever made in my life was fifty-eight dollars and sixty-four cents. Woohoo! That was a lot of money. Yeah, back then. Was, back then, you know, that was in the late sixties and seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. So, that'd, that'd be like ten thousand now. All right, oh, Barb, really? <laughs> well, Barb, let me ask you. So, if we could bring back just two dishes from the old Stevenson days, what two dishes uh, do you really miss? I love the green rice. Okay. The green rice was fabulous. I have a cookbook, by the way, from them that I use. Yep, I have three different versions of it. Yeah, and uh, the other thing would probably, it'd be a draw between the um, brisket and the apple fritters. Well, I'm just writing notes down here. So the green rice, I'm going to work on um, and offer that at our restaurant, and I'm going to find a couple others. The apple fritters, I'm actually working with a couple members of the family. And once we get that perfected um, and and figure out how we can uh, do this at other restaurants, I'm going to set up probably half a dozen yeah. different either donut shops or restaurants around Kansas City yeah. to offer it for a couple of weekends yeah. in a row. And Barb, and, last, and, and, Barb, oh, Barb ahead, last, last week, Tanya got me apple fritters to my home. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and it, was, it brought back so many memories. Isn't that amazing how one dish, what, something as simple as an apple fritter, yeah. can trigger those memories? Yeah. Well, is any of the people still around, any of the Stevenson's guys? Absolutely. I'm working with two of the family members right now. One of them oh, is, okay. Yeah, one of them is a neighbor of Toby's. 
And uh, oh. so, so be, that's why you want to sign up for the emails because I'll okay. be putting is, it. Is, is Lloyd still alive? I don't believe so, but I don't, okay. I, I don't know for sure. Yeah, and Steve was, uh, Steve was one of the cousins or sons or something, yeah. and I can't, I, I don't know where he is now. Yeah, well, but there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of family members that are still around. Oh, and I'm sorry, I want to say one more thing. There's an gratin thing that they used to serve, and I don't know if it was cauliflower or um, scalloped potatoes, but there was one of those two things, and I can't remember which one it was. Well, if it's cauliflower, it's not going to happen with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love cauliflower. Only thing I, I hate you. worse than eggplants is probably cauliflower. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, anyway, but it... Every area, I had a lot of great memories, and yeah. I just wanted to tell you that. Well, Thank Barb, you for letting me. Barb, you should have stopped it, too, with the green rice and the apple fritters. You're I'm do- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barb, thank you for calling. Keep listening. Okay. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Good morning, Trent. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm so glad you guys uh, still continue to show, and the extra hour is going to be great. Um <laughs> This week, I wanted to bring up, it keeps getting casually mentioned in conversations. This is the second time somebody's brought it up, but the New York Deli on Truce there. That that place was amazing. Great, great bread, especially uh, the uh, ciabatta, if I'm saying that right, Robert. Yep. Um, that, that place was just awesome. The smells. They used to have a strawberry Danish that was there. And I just, I miss the guys that worked in there. I mean, they look like extras from the Sopranos cast, but <laughs> they, it, 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 they were awesome. And also, I'm the reason why he put that in the 90s, he put that sign on the door saying no change for the car wash. My first experience <laughs> was there was coming from the car wash, leaving my car like, oh, I don't have any change. Let me run over to the New York deli here. Uh, let's see what they have. And I was so amazed by everything. I ended up buying some. He used to have a small sign at the register, but I ended up buying the the strawberry Danish and uh, the ciabatta bread, which I would take home and um, especially put it with jalapeno mustard. That bread is was fantastic. Yeah. But after I left, he takes that sign off that register and puts it on the window. And Robert, the great way if you want to honor him, besides getting the bread, will be putting up a sign on your uh, windows that no change for a car wash. Yeah, I'll, I'll put your name on that one That's too, Trent. Funny. <laughs> well, you know what's funny, Trent, that that you mentioned that when uh, Toby and I were talking about this and the and the weeks leading up to starting the show, I had a direction I thought the show would go, and I'd make a list of the five restaurants I thought were going to be the number ones, number one most popular restaurants that people remember, and I really thought New York Deli was going to be up there, and it's only been mentioned a couple times in the six mm-hmm. weeks that we've been doing this. But I feel that. I think it was, I'm sorry to cut you off, oh, no. uh, but I think it was just the location because that was in the south part of town. And as things changed, especially in the area it was, that was one of the reasons why it kind of, um, it, it kind of lost it. It didn't have that big of a fan base. It was there. A lot of us knew it, but it uh, wasn't as popular as it should have been. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure. I, I agree with that because it's, I, I, I'm on a couple of different forums on, on Facebook. There's Kansas City Eats, which is huge. I think there's like 54,000 people. And New York Deli has been a popular topic. That's the number one restaurant that people miss from back then, mm. you know, over the years that I've seen on that one. So let me ask you a couple of questions. You mentioned the ciabatta bread. Was it just the bread or was that just what they used to make the sandwiches that, that you miss? 
I, that was just my favorite bread. That was the, it was used to make the sandwiches, but that was my favorite bread. Um, so they had that crunchy on the outside, oh, yeah. that soft middle, and they just did it right where they actually it felt like it really came from New York. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So make sure you sign up for my emails because one of the things I was teasing Toby with earlier was that I was going to work on a bread uh, event that I want to have at the bakery, and it is it's going to be on ciabatta bread. Mm. So I'm oh, going okay. to have a special day of the week that I'm going to sell loaves of the ciabatta mm. bread. Trent, okay. do you know where Soil Service Garden Center is? Yes, I do. Okay. I, when I was at Rockhurst High School, I worked there. Um, on weekends, and, and I would eat at New York Deli mm. all the time, it, and it was wonderful. Had you ever heard of the, or had the strawberry Danish that he's talking about? No, I don't remember that. I don't either. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That. Came, that came on later in the 90s. This was like right before they closed. Okay. They tried to experiment and then uh, add more items on there. There was a blueberry and a strawberry Danish, mm. and they would only do it on Friday and Saturdays. Okay. Huh. Trent, yes. do you know anybody who's ever worked there? No, I don't. Once everybody left, uh, I believe the guy's name was Ron. That worked the register. He was like the last. He was connect. He had a connection to the family. And matter of fact, I believe he went to uh, Southwest High School. Once you know they closed up, everybody pretty much moved out of state. Huh. All right. So uh, in my emails and the next couple of calls, everybody else out there listening right now. I'm putting the call out. I want some assistance on New York Deli. I want to find a couple of people that worked in the kitchen in the 80s and 90s, and um, spe- specifically on the strawberry Danish, because I want to I want to learn what I can on that. What was the other Danish? Uh, a blueberry. Blueberry. Okay. okay. I want I want to do I want to recreate um, one of those two or both of those. No, you want to do both. Well, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's, we can do either I one. I love Danish. But the strawberry, when the strawberries come into season here, I remember the yeah. old the old Pippins. I always look forward to when local yes. strawberries <laughs> came in because back then Pippins only sold the strawberry pie when they had local strawberries. Yep. And so I, I want to honor that. So Yes, if, that would be awesome. The only thing the closest I've ever found to that pie was uh, the Corner Cafe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So you know, we've got thousands of listeners out there that that somebody knows somebody that used to work there, and so some of the owners may have moved moved away. You know, when the restaurant closed, but there's people that work there that, if I can just get a, a talk to somebody that worked in there or get a picture of it, we can recreate that. I mean, to me, that's the best way. If if we can find ways to recreate some of these individual dishes, and the first one we're going to do officially that we're going to launch citywide will be the the apple fritters. And it's just going yeah. to be neat to just be um, instantly travel back in time to eat a dish. Yeah, and uh, I understand that you're going to do uh, very special shows and everything. Yep. And I, I know this one's going to be a headache for you. But if you do a barbecue show, you got to mention Sneed's Barbecue. I think that I'm sorry, Sneed. Um, sorry, Sneed. Not you. Quicks Barbecue. Okay. Oh. Because I think in the history of barbecue, Quicks tends to get lost. And not, I, not by I, me, it won't. I love their sausage. I, did you ever go it, to Quick's, J- J- Toby? No. Okay, Quick's Barbecue, what made them so wonderful, they made a, their own homemade sausage, but then when you ordered that, they would slice it and then they would deep fry it. So it would have a crispy texture to it and the flavor to it. I, no, I haven't yeah, found anybody yeah. even close to Where Quick's. Where was that at? Down off of Merriam Lane. You, you know that Boulevard Drive In? Yeah. That you can see from I-35? Yeah. They were just, what, two blocks away from that? Okay. Yes. 
Wow. Yeah, and it's it's not necessarily you. It's the younger crowd that's taken over that. They never had the opportunity to uh, to have quicks, even though he, what did he close in 2012, maybe? Yeah. And they were a food truck in Lawrence. I don't know if the, yeah. the grandson still runs a food truck in Lawrence or not. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure somebody will let you know. But uh, they seem to get lost in that history book of barbecue right. lately. We, and it's also about a younger crowd. That's why I'm glad you guys are doing this. Well, you know what's funny is that, so I have a list of theme shows that we're going to do during the rest of the year. I've got I've got 17 written down, and I forgot to write down barbecue. <laughs> I've got everything but that. No, we'll we'll do a show specifically on quicks because I'm with you. I absolutely love their food and the spirit of what they did, mm. and they they were unique in their time. All yes, right, Trent, they were. Um, get a hold of me at the bakery. Shoot me an email. I want to talk to you about a couple of things too. Okay, I sure will. All right, thank you, Trent. Appreciate it. So, take care. Bye bye. Bye. Good morning, Diane. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Thank you very much. I want to talk about Antonio's on the Boulevard. I know you did the very first week you started this. You talked about that. But I have an extra neat memory from there. Uh, We used to go there back when they had the truck that somebody talked about, the little uh, toy truck that they had shrimp shrimp in. Uh Yeah, and we used to go on Friday nights with some other friends of ours. And our son was a teenager then. And uh, he didn't want the shrimp like we did. He wanted a steak. And so he got a steak. And Tony was going around like every good owner does and checking, you know, with the customers and and seeing how everything was. And he said to our son, how was your steak? And he said, you know, my dad butchers beef, and we have steak all the time, but that was the best steak I have ever eaten. And Tony said, good, I'll bring you another one. And he did. He brought him <laughs> another steak, and our son ate the whole thing. I would love to see if there's anybody, either uh, Tony himself or any of his family, still around, because I've heard stories about how much of a character he was. Oh, he was. Yes, he was. Do you know? That is, would be great. Do you, is, is, does this family still live in Kansas City? I know nothing about them. Right. I just knew they closed, and I cried. <laughs> uh, all right. So to the hive mind out there, everybody that's listening to the show, if you know Tony or anybody in Tony's family from um, Anthony's on the Boulevard or Tony's Tavern, as they called it during the day, I'd love to talk to somebody in the family, just hear some stories about what it was like. And um, some, I, I'm sure there's some, if this, the interesting stories we're hearing, there must be some behind the scenes that are even better. Yes. All right. Well, Diane, thank you very much. Let's keep bringing sure. up these memories and see if we can dredge up some of these some of these characters that that, that are well known around there. Yes, I would like that too. Thank All you. Right. Well, thank you, Diane. Bye. Keep listening. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good morning, Jack. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Well, good morning. How are both of you gentlemen today? We are doing great. Thank you. Well, this is this is the first time I've I've I heard it on. KMBZ during the week, and I thought, oh, I got to listen after Toby, and this is just fantastic. I'm an old restaurateur. I worked for Gilbert Robinson for about 17 years, and it was in its heyday when they literally owned the plaza, and uh, I worked, I started out at Sam Wilson's, and then went down to the plaza and worked at Fred Biot's, Annie Santa Fe, and just just had a fantastic time and the Gilberts were the best people on the earth to work for. Mr. Joe 
was an unbelievable, charismatic person. And it, you know, it just, this show just brings back memories from oh, yeah. a long time ago. Well, you know, Jack, a couple of different things before I forget. Make sure you uh, reach out and send me an email with your contact information. We're going to do a couple of shows specifically just on Gilbert Robinson. Uh, Toby, are you familiar with that name and who they are? Of course. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they changed the restaurant scene, not just in Kansas City, but in the entire country. Because, you know, before them, you had franchises, you know, the idea of franchises and, and national chains was McDonald's and Pizza Hut and things like that. Gilbert Robinson, what they did is they tried to figure out what made the local family-owned mom-and-pop restaurant work and tried to scale it up a little bit. And I think they were more successful than anybody else back then. And it's people are hard-pressed today to even come close to what they were able to pull off. And um, there are some... You know... Go ahead. One of the things that my greatest memory was, I started out at Sam Wilson's on 103rd Street, and the salad bar there was just, it was a lot of work. Oh, oh my without goodness, a doubt. People, what people year was absolutely, that? Um, I started in 77, and I literally closed it, closed it down in 83. And then I went down to the plaza and worked worked several restaurants down there. But, you know, the the menu at Sam Wilson's was just, it was eclectic. It was kind of like turn of the century, but it just had a vibe to it that was just <laughs> exciting. It really was. Well, you know, so one of the things we'll do is we'll, we're going to do a show dedicated just to Gilbert Robinson from the management, the idea, the execution uh, part of it. Then we'll also do separate shows on Sam. I just wrote down Sam Wilson's. That's another one we need to do. Fred Piotz and Anna Santa Fe. Well, each one of those are going to deserve a separate show, just just one whole hour, just to talk about them. Oh, wow. So, so yeah. So That'd Jack. Be, so yeah. shoot me an email because I want to talk to you about a couple of the sub issues that you just brought up. What's your email? Uh, my email. Just send it to Robert at makethemsmile dot com. Robert at Make them smile.com. Yep. yep, do that, and then let's get in touch. And that's this. Uh, the, a lot of people care about this. I mean, we're passionate about our local traditions, and our, and, the, and Gilbert Robinson has a leg, Kansas City legacy, and they have a national legacy as well. And I think we part of the way to honor that is to to share with everybody what who they were, what they did, and what they've accomplished. I mean, there's well, restaurants. Know, the the funny ahead. thing is, is that so many of today's restaurants tried to tried to do what what GR did and some of them were successful i mean applebees was was a basically an offshoot of, of GR yeah and uh you know it's just just to think that uh, there's so many different concepts that GR developed and and was so good at executing yeah, it was well, just instead of just complaining, you know, that the good old day, it'll never be like the good old days. Part of what I want to do is, is to figure out why the good old days were so good and then identify what exists today that 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 shares in common back then that what we loved. And so we can foster its growth and survival today because, you know, EBT, one part of the reason that dis, they did disappeared is that a lot of us fell out of love with the high end fancy restaurants and didn't give it enough support. So, you know, well, you know, and Plaza three is one of those. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yep. ownership 
changed and well ownership changes the consumer changes but we can be informed consumers today i think that we can be mindful consumers and choose where to go you know if there's if there's local restaurants that kind of foster everything that we believe in i mean why go eat a national chain like applebee's if there's a couple local restaurants that foster everything that we supposedly love and so that's 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 part of what we're going to tackle so uh, jack send me shoot me an email so we can get in touch and and I want to get you involved with a couple of things I'm doing. All right, well, Toby. Thank you, all right, thank you. I appreciate it, Jack. All right, Toby, before you go on any other calls, uh, the phone line for everybody else out there is 913-586-7798. And a dear friend of ours just sent me a text saying that Tony passed away, but um, he knows who the grandson is, so he's going to get a hold of him Neat. and help us out. So we'll yeah. get some information on Antoine's on the plaza. I have a couple of texts here that are interesting. Somebody just texted in and says, Hi, just wanted to say that your wife is such a lovely person. Unfortunately, my wife, Sherry, doesn't know that the phone number shows up on my screen, so I know who sent this text. Sherry. Yeah, that was Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> so right now she's saying, Dang it, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I, I don't give, give names, but I do know who um, who did send in some of the texts. A couple other messages. Somebody's raving about strawberry rhubarb, rhubarb jelly. And they love that. And somebody also mentioned Mrs. Peters on State Avenue and KCK said their fried chicken served family style was the best they've ever had. Green beans and other things. They want some information on that. The fried chicken where? At uh, Mrs. Peters okay. on State Line. Real? Okay. Where so, was that at on State Line? I don't know. Okay. Well, we need to know. Yep. So if anybody has information on Mrs. Peters on State Line, on State Avenue and KCK, get us some information on that. Hmm. Never can tell. Some of these might turn into it. Uh, if you tell a story good enough that really piques our interest, then we'll do a whole show just on that. On fried not, chicken. Uh, well, I mean, we are going to do a show on fried chicken. Yes. Did you ever go get some? Where? We, uh, well, you and I talked about fried chicken two weeks ago. Yeah. When we had John Francis on. Oh. We were both craving fried chicken yes. so bad. Yes. I think, oh, you were craving uh, gizzards. Did oh. you ever go to Go Chicken Go? No, I've got to do that. <laughs> yeah. I would almost want to be with you just to see I you when you go gizzards. there the first time. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to get good gizzards. Okay. We talk with Mark. All right. We can go ahead. We can good go Mark. morning, Mark. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning, guys. How are you today? We are doing super. Good. Thank you. Great. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I was wanting to ask if either of you had ever heard of the Arrowhead Inn in uh, the stadium there, the football stadium on the north side. It's I think it's a private club now. But uh, back in the 70s, it used to be a restaurant open to the public. And there was an executive chef there that ran both the restaurant and the catering upstairs. And his name was Patrick Sweeney. I don't know if any of you ever ever heard of him or if he still exists or mm-hmm. what. Never but anyway, I, I don't know if any of your call or any of your listeners have ever heard of the Arrowhead Inn. Mm-hmm. It was a great place. And Patrick ran a tight ship and... I tell you what, there's a lot of fond memories there. What were they known for? Just American cuisine. Uh, Patrick kind of specialized in uh, Polynesian food, but I don't think he ever had a menu there of that. But just regular American food. I mean, that, I mean upscale kind of, of course. I think it might have been tied in with the red coders a little bit. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. We'll add that. To my, I'm keeping uh, very good notes on what everybody talks about and. Maybe well, they'll trigger only, somebody else's memories. Owner, I listened to you guys after Toby, and anyway, that owner, I used to work there. That was my first okay. real paying Social Security job. And that's the I same Arrowhead Inn that's there now. That looks like it's been redone. 
I don't know, Toby, to okay. be honest with you. I, I don't live up in Kansas City anymore. Oh, okay. Well, okay. they were on I-70? Well, no, that, well, this is a restaurant that was in the stadium. It's in the stadium. Oh, in the stadium. okay, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I, on the I north have, side there. Yeah, I have some contacts over there at the hmm. um, at Arrowhead, so I'll, I'll okay, dig into yeah. it and see if I can get some information. Well, if you can find out if Patrick Swain is still alive, I'll be listening next week. All right. Sound, yeah, be sure to listen and sign up for the email. So I've got a couple Thanks. of texts here, Toby. People are asking for the website and the email again because they want to sign up for that. The website is makethemsmile.com. That's the website, official website for our bakery, Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. And so there's information there on the radio show and then also on what we do. Top left-hand corner of that is a newsletter sign-up. You're going to want to sign up for that. You put your first name, then your email address, then it'll immediately send you a confirmation email to make sure that you want to do it. That way you know it works. Be able to do that. Go ahead and sign up for that and put that in your address book so that way it makes it past your spam filter. So, But do that one. If you have um, some really good information or the lowdown on one of these places, shoot me an email. My email is robert at makethemsmile.com so we can get that information. Let's see. Okay, we have Ron to talk with. Good morning, Ron. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hello, Toby. Good morning, Ron. Uh, good morning. Hey, a couple of quick things. Uh, anyway, talking about the Stevensons, uh, I used to own a food brokerage company in the Kansas City metropolitan areas back in the old 70s, 80s, up to the early 90s. And so my wife and I, Stevenson's is one of our favorite places to go eat. So we're eating the green rice in there one evening. And so I was talking to the young lady that was waiting on us and said, oh, my gosh. Um, and I noticed when we walked in in their store, they had these packets that you could get of green rice, I think uh, the uh, brisket rub. So long story short, I asked, I said, oh, my gosh, who could I talk to? So long story short, I set a meeting up with the Stevensons about a week or two later. And so we started distributing those uh, packets uh, to all the metropolitan grocery stores in Kansas City. All right, this is too funny. So, Ron, i got to ask you a question. How long has it been since you've sold those? Well, I got out of the brokerage business in the mid-'80s, late-'80s. Okay. When do you, what do you think the last year they sold those spice packets was? Uh, I think they sold them right up until uh, they closed the restaurant in their little uh, old store. All right. uh, okay. And uh, but, well, but the ones we could not keep on the shelf, were the green rice packets and the brisket rub. And uh, Stevenson's even made boxes, and we set those on the meat counters where they could be displayed, and primarily in the meat counter, uh, as well as uh, somewhere else in the store, where oh, in the spice area. And they would just fly off the shelf. Okay. So, uh, so, so, Ron, so one thing, you just helped out a listener uh, to the show real because they sent me a picture of a spice packet that they still had in their cabinet, and they asked me if it was safe to use. So I'm just going to oh, go out on the limb and say, no, do not use that spice packet from Stevenson's. Yeah, it's, it's pro- well, you know, being <laughs> a boy like me, I'd probably do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I think I would suggest not using that one. So yeah. the green rice yeah. is going to be a priority for me. I'm going to Green rice casserole, do you remember that, Toby? From no. there, okay. It, it, so it's a side dish, yeah. and so it's um, 
So I'm going to be adding that. I'll be testing that on my menu probably I want it next, next week. Okay. You'll get it maybe next month. <laughs> so but, I'm, I'm going to they, test that out. But they were very successful in the grocery stores. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can believe it. I've, I've had yeah. several requests directly on my email and, and through Facebook that, that that's one of the things they want. Apple mm-hmm. fritters, number one. Green rice, number two. Isn't that funny? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and my wife and I also used to eat at a fried chicken place off of 133rd Street, east of State Line, and on the south side of the road. Now, there's a car dealer there now, and I cannot recall what that fried chicken place was, but I'm in... It was it was fried chicken to die for. So there, there's probably some listeners out there that have probably eaten there. Uh, but a uh, little old bitty parking lot in the back, a lot of carry out. And if you didn't get there on a Friday or Saturday, you can make a reservation. You'd probably have an hour and a half to two hour wait. And people would wait to eat their fried chicken. All right. Well, Ron, I appreciate that. For everybody else, no more calls about fried chicken today. Until okay. I can actually go out and eat fried chicken. I'm tired of listening about it and not enjoying it. <laughs> hey, hey, Toby, I love your show, been in your bakery, and love love your two uh, the two shows. Well, thank you. We we both appreciate that very much. Yes, thank you. Okay, have a great day, guys. You too. All right, Bye-bye. so I, got a, I have some text here, Toby. We need to bring everybody up to date. I was wondering, because last week, remember, we had all those phone calls about Peter's drive-in? Yeah, but, you know, but yes. the, the quarter cop and all that kind of stuff. Somebody just sent me a text that, that Mrs. Peter's Chicken was owned by Peter's Drive-In. So it was the same people. I'll be darned. And the Mrs. Peter's, somebody just said that, gosh, well, i got to find that one. They said that it's where the the Kentucky Fried Chicken building is right now. So, but those two places are, are connected, Mrs. Peter's Fried Chicken and then uh, Peter's Drive-In. I'll be darned. Okay, neat. So I'll probably get another text saying no, they weren't. But but for, for, but for right now, they're, they're, they're connected. That's what we think. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk with Chris. Good morning, Chris. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Good morning, guys. How are you guys? We're doing super. Good. Thank you. Okay. So the Mrs. Peters, I and remind you that I was knee-high knee to a grasshopper when Miss Peters closed, but it was at 50th and State Avenue in Kansas City, Kansas. Okay. If, if you know where that's at. <laughs> 15th and Kansas. Okay. 50. 5 0. 5 in state. Uh-huh. All right. And I, I can remember my parents going there. They'd never take us. But, however. <laughs> uh, well, they, they would have had to feed you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I probably wasn't even eating solids at that point. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, long story short, that's where it was. The building is still there. It used to be a hardware store next to it since it's been closed down and uh it was about three blocks down or west of indian springs mall when it was standing gotcha isn't so, it amazing though just talking about restaurants how many memories it brings back you remember oh, the yeah. stores next to it the people you went there with absolutely because when i was uh we my parents would take us to indian springs and uh eat some of the finer Things Italian delight, which is still around, um, but to go there and see all the car dealerships on both sides of the street as you went towards Indian Springs from our home is pretty cool. Well, good. Well, thank you very much for calling in with that. I appreciate that. Keep listening. You're welcome, you, you, guys, have you, can, day. you can help us out with some of the other mysteries too. Uh, Absolutely, anytime. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Bye. All right. So somebody texted in about um, a place called Eddie's Loaf and Stein at Metcalf South. 
I've never heard of that. No, me neither. I haven't either. Eddie's loaf and Stein. Mm-hmm. Their their question is that Shrink is um, what's up, what was up with the name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, good. So it's um, Boots and Coats Fried Chicken, 103rd and Warnell. Boots and Coats? Yes, was, fried chicken. Okay. That's, I, well, I, and I, that I, would be what he was talking about because the car dealer's there now. Yep, yep. That's, um, I think, in the same strip mall that Jasper's is right now. No. Is where that... Oh, no. Well, it would have been a little bit east. Um, well, Jasper just sent me a text saying it was next door to him. Hmm. So I, I, I'm, I'm guessing okay. that Jasper knows. Well, he knows a few things. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, I mean, you know what? All I had to do was say, "Don't more chicken," and now I'm getting texts on chicken, fried chicken. I mean, that, yeah, that's... people are that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're kind of a smart aleck, and that you know. Well, that's precious. <laughs> you know, coming from you, well, Toby. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you couldn't even say that with a straight face, could you? <laughs> Well, you are. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those things. You know, we we plan everything out. We think we got everything covered. And I had no idea about the one of the the bad side effects of listening to this show and doing the show is craving some of these foods. Yeah. But you know, the, the bright side is is these aren't times and memories that are gone forever. You know that so okay. many so often we talk about the good old days. These are things we yeah. can relive. Right. Good morning, Brian. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hey, how are you doing? We're doing good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, what you got for us? Um, well, uh, my family actually was the owners for the, the New York Baker and Delk Testament 7016 Truce. Whoa. Really? Cool. Your parents? Yes. Did you ever have to work in it? Uh, did I ever? Uh, <laughs> from the age of nine years old uh, through graduation from high school. Um, and then periodically after that. And then do you live here in Kansas City? Uh, no, currently I'm stationed in Parsons, Kansas with, oh, okay. the, with the Army Reserve. Okay. Uh, um, but uh, I will be retiring back to Kansas City in a couple of years. Well, I don't want to wait two years to have you on the show. But it's, um. so did, did do you have my email address? So, I don't. Okay, so my email address is robert at makethemsmile.com. Okay. Shoot me an email, and um, so you and I can start talking about this. If you're ever back in Kansas City, we'll arrange it to have you on the show with us to share okay. some stories. Because trust me, there are thousands of people in this town that loved your parents' restaurant in Delhi and miss it and would love to hear stories. Uh, I miss it every day myself. Uh, the corned beef was none like anywhere else. Um, but actually, if anybody's out there listening and misses the corned beef, there is a little place in Cleveland, Ohio called Slyman's Deli that serves the exact same corned beef that we did. Okay. Uh, and so, if you if you make it out to Cleveland, Ohio for Slyman's Deli, they're only open from 9 to 3, Monday through Friday. Yeah. All right, um, so two, two questions for you. The ciabatta bread, did you guys bake it in-house or did you buy it from someplace? Uh, the ciabatta bread, uh, we for didn't really have it quote-unquote ciabatta we had you know french bread italian bread rye bread everything all of our breads were made in-house daily okay all right then what can you tell me about the strawberry danish uh those were fresh made every day as well and the blueberry and the blueberry and and the pineapple and the cheese danish and the bear claws and all the pastries all the pastries uh in the in the pastry counter were were daily did you have any hand in helping to make those 
Uh, there was a time uh, we had, in, you know, in the in the old back in the eighties and nineties, we had uh, union bakers. Okay. And they had gone on strike, um, so I did bake for a few nights um, until that strike ended, and we got re- you know regular bakers back in there. Um, it was nice doing that, though. I I did kind of get. Uh, excused absences uh, in in school the rest of the year. When I remember, I would say, "Yeah, yeah, I baked last night." Yeah. Well, it's always good to have a cover like that. All right, oh, so that was great. so Brian, make sure you shoot me an email because I want to talk to you because uh, recreating that strawberry Danish is something that I want to do, and it fits right in with uh, with something I'm working oh, on the right corn now. Corn beef. Well, corned beef—that's a different animal. Well, yeah, the corn. That I'm was my favorite. That's what I eat all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a different ammo, and we'll talk about that too. But start with the easy things first. So uh, give me, shoot me an email, and then we can talk. And um, so, I, so everybody listening, I had now have a lead on the strawberry Danish. So how are you listening to the show? You listen to it online, or did somebody call you and tell you to call us? Uh, my brother-in-law called me and just let me know, and then I we were kind of listening on the Odyssey or the TuneIn ah. app. All right, that's fantastic. So, so I, don't you love the reach of the show, Toby? All right, Brian. So make sure you reach out to me so so I don't look back this uh, with sadness and what right. could have been. So do that, and we'll get you involved. And um, if I bring back the strawberry Danish, it's all going to be because of Brian that called into the show. And and it's uh, Robert at MakeMeSmile dot com. No, make them smile. Make them smile. Uh-huh. Make, Robert at MakeThemSmile dot com. So shoot me that. Got it. All right. Thank you, Brian. Okay. Don't get your hopes too high for that uh, that recipe, though. There, oh no, Robert. no, I don't need the recipe. I just need some tips. No, we got it. We got it. Okay. I, All I, right. I can figure this out. All right, real quick, Toby. So for everybody out there listening, if you've missed some, this is show number six, episode number six already. If you want to listen to the past shows, you can go to wherever your podcast provider is. So if you're using Spot Podcasts, Pod. Oh, Toby's got a smartphone. He doesn't want anybody to know. So, so if you listen to music on your phone, like uh, Spotify, Pandora, or any of those apps, you can just go in there and search for Kansas City Food Memories, and you could subscribe so it automatically download the shows. If you are not literate like that, you can go to my website at makethemsmile.com on the right-hand side. You can click on that button, and you can listen to any one of our past shows on your computer as long as you have speakers. So we'll be able to do that. So make sure you sign up for it. But things are happening quicker now. Have you noticed that, Toby? What do you mean? Well, I mean, we just mentioned, you know, the New York Deli. Oh, yes, that's cool. And then within a matter of 15, 20, holy cow. Well, it reminded me my favorite sandwich when I was working at Soil Service Garden Center. Yeah. I would have corned beef every time yeah. I was there. Oh, that's, that's It really was an amazing place oh, to eat. Oh, it, it really was. New York, Delhi. It'll, it'll be fun just to hear stories. So we'll, we'll get okay. Brian in on the show okay. when Shut he's up, in town. Tom. We're going to talk All to right, Larry. let's go. Good morning, Larry. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Morning. Good morning. Yeah, I was going to take you back to, remember, the Top of the Crown restaurant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I missed that one. It was like walking into a Las Vegas lounge at night, you know? <laughs> and uh, took my grandparents up there back in, oh, gosh, in the 80s and uh, had for their Sunday brunch. They had a really good Sunday brunch. Oh. Grandpa was an old farm guy, you know, and he saw that big bowl of black caviar and 
smeared it on his toast. And I told my wife, watch this. He thinks he's got grape jelly. <laughs> and uh, the look on his face was priceless. I'll never forget it. Did, then, then he found out what it really was. That probably made it even better. Well, I can't say what he said. I said, you know what that is? And he said, it's something fish eggs. And the other word started with an F, too. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, you know, it's the memories. That wasn't something he ever said. Yeah. Well, that's good. You brought out the best of him. That's good. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of those, sometimes it's the environment. Sometimes it's that what happened while you were there that really triggers it. But that's good. Is there any, any yeah. other restaurants that you remember from back then that you miss? Oh, Rusty Scupper comes to mind. Rusty Scupper? Yeah. Oh, I can, they it's down it was down there by Bartle Hall and they, they ended up just tearing it down. It it was uh down the bottoms. No, no, no. It was right up there off uh I can't remember the oh, exact you said Bartle Hall, not Kemper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bartle Hall. All right. And they tore it down for the construction, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it was a good one. Well, good. Yeah. Well, There's well, so I, many. Oh, Italian yeah. Italian Gardens. Yep, yep. <laughs> Miss Italian Gardens. There's Kona Kai. Yep. Uh, oh, there, there's some, yep, there's some amazing restaurants. Well, Larry, thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. I'm, I, I'm enjoying the show. Well, good. And to All everybody right. else out there that's listening, um, go ahead and make some notes for the future. Plug in the phone number on your speed dial so you can get in. It'll, the phone number for the studio is 913-586-7798. And that, only use that when you're calling into our show because that is the number for the, the radio station, KMBZ. If you want to listen to past episodes, uh, look up the podcast. It's called, the name of the show is Kansas City Food Memories. You can find that on all your podcast services or you can go to our website. My website for Best Regards Bakery and Cafe, I'm also putting all the information on the show, is, can, uh, is makethemsmile.com, so you can be able to get that information. If you want to get updates, things are moving faster. You know, I thought before when we first started doing this, it'd take me about a month to get enough information to make progress, but things are ha- actually happening within the show. That's pretty neat. It's very neat. I mean, to, to get So when home. are you going to have apple fritters ready? I say I'm meeting with the family this week. Okay. We're going to start testing the recipes, and i got to find the right restaurants that will show the proper respect for the memory of Stevenson's and will reproduce this food in the right way. Because the family, they know how it was made. You know, you can't just take shortcuts, things like that. Yeah. So it's a short-term deal. So I got, well, I have to find the right plate, the restaurants and bakeries and a couple donut shops. Well, you don't need to worry about the recipe. You're not going to get it any better than it is. No, no, but but rest, everybody think recipe is just list of ingredients. But mm-hmm. what makes a product absolutely amazing how they did it. is how they did it, the technique involved, the quality of the ingredients. Because I had it this past week. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, so if a if a restaurant or a donut shop is going to be recreating a restaurant that says the spirit of the Stevenson's, inspired by the Stevenson's apple fritter, it's got to be made the way that we say it has to be made. Honor them, and if I'm going to send my listeners to them, they have to they have to understand how important this is. Oh, absolutely. So I will be listing the rest mm-hmm. names of the restaurants involved. They'll be participating up on the website and also be in the email. So that's another reason you're going to want to sign up for the email. Be able to do that one. That's crazy, Toby. All this stuff going on. I've got 20 other texts I haven't read, read well, yet. Well, do one. We're waiting to get a name on calls. Uh, 
Well, I better not read that one out loud. I'm saying <laughs> that you're too mean to me on your show. Really? Yeah. There's no. Yeah. That's from my phone. So. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody mix, uh, mentioned Zeppies at 76th and State in Kansas City, Kansas. They huh. always went there for their, um, for their family events, and they had a piano in there. That's a little unusual. Mm-hmm. So good. So um, so stay up on there. So I'm now up to uh, okay. 30 different topics that we're going to have dedicated shows for. Okay. Quick. Good morning, Shirley. Welcome to Food Memories, Kansas City Food Memories. Well, hello. How are you this morning? We are doing good. Thank you. Oh, good. I'm just listening to your show, and I will be honest, this is the first time I've caught it. I usually work on weekends, but um, I have the fondest memory of my husband and I, when we were dating in 1968, <laughs> showing my age, uh, we used to eat at the original Go Chicken Go. It was down on 7th Street, like almost to Kansas Avenue. I don't remember the exact address, but it was an old gas station that they had taken the pumps out, and you couldn't go inside. It was just two long-haired hippie guys with their hair <laughs> in ponytails, and they were... Uh, pressure cooking the chicken in the back. You could see it through the windows and everything. And it was just the best chicken in the world. And we just loved it and went there very often. Oh, and then when they started getting more popular and moved up 7th Street and opened that place there, and it just wasn't quite as good as the original. Well, it's, then it's different. Yes, yeah. you have people cooking it instead oh, yeah. of you, you know. Well, go chicken, go. I mean, back in the day, fried chicken or gas station fried chicken was wonderful. It was, yep. and you know, I I don't think it was actually even the cleanest place that there was. No, that, that's <laughs> but, why I want to be with Toby when he goes. You know, he's, he's used to eating at these fancy restaurants with tablecloths and things like that. Oh no, but, no, no! That's it, not the way to do fried chicken. No, no, it is, <laughs> it, it, it is not. No, go chicken. No. Well, Ch- and, Toby's been craving uh, gizzard, fried gizzards, and I told him if you're oh, going to get yeah. gizzards in this town, you got to go yeah. down there. Gizzard pack, and I like the livers myself. Yeah, <laughs> I like both. My boys like the gizzards yeah. and the yeah. G sauce. And, <laughs> well, good. Well, so I, I, I'll give you an update. I'm going to see if I can get Toby to go to Go Chicken Go this week. All right. Thank oh, you, Shirley, you for calling. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We've got about Bye-bye. 20 seconds, and that's it. That was a crazy fast show well it always is yeah. we had a lot of callers a lot of fun yeah we got we have some homework to do well i've got some eating places to go <laughs> yeah no. I, I might go next with week you. go chicken go yep go chicken go get yes. some gizzards yes oh i'm ready for that yeah i am too well okay. thank you toby i appreciate that well thank you and of course we will be back next saturday at 10 a.m have a great weekend bye Thank you for listening to this podcast presentation of Kansas City Food Memories. We're glad you've become a fan of our trips down memory lane. I invite you to join us live on the show every Saturday, 10 a.m., KMBZ 98.1. This concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.